Hi, moms. I'm Becca Carnahan. And I'm Marie Trimley. We're two mom friends and career development professionals here to help you answer that big question. What do I want to be when I grow up? Just because we're moms now doesn't mean we're all the way grown up yet. I know I'm not. Me neither. And we want to give you permission to grow, change, and evolve as a parent and professional. By sharing real stories from real moms, we're going to help you navigate the motherhood identity shift, career changes, work-life balance questions, and more. Are you ready to keep growing up with us? Yes? Then let's do this. Hi, Becca. Hi, Marie. We're uh, we're excited this week mm-hmm. because we, we got um, an email from a listener um, who sent us a great question, and we decided to make an entire episode about it. And of course, we changed the name. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> yeah, we're going to tell you Anna's story today, and we are so grateful Anna, you're going to know who you are as you're listening to this because we are talking yeah. right to you. Yeah. Um, we changed some details of the story, but it's such an important question. Mm-hmm. And Marie and I were talking about this before we hopped on the microphones here about this question, considering whether you're going to become a, a stay-at-home parent for a period yeah. of time. And yeah. that's what Anna is yeah. considering right now. So Anna already has uh, a toddler and she wants her son to have a sibling Mm -hmm. and they're thinking about baby number two Mm -hmm. um, and she really wants to, she's drawn to hit pause a little bit and to try to stay home with her kids for a little while. Mm -hmm. Um, But of course, this is a big decision and it's also a little scary Um, she's thinking about so many aspects of her current position. She wonders if the opportunities will still be there, if she takes, I don't know, three, four or five years off, depending on how long it will be. Um, but there are many, many things to consider. Um, and we're here to help. Yeah. So, so what we're going to do today for Anna and for anyone who's making, considering making this change Mm -hmm. of stepping out of the paid workforce, being a full-time stay-at-home parent, we're going to talk through the questions to be asking yourself and also what you can be doing to investigate yeah. whether this is the right path for you. So we'll start with the questions to be asking yourself mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go back to something that you've heard us talk about a lot, which is your career criteria. And yeah. career criteria are not just about identifying what makes sense to you in terms of your next paid job. It's about this next chapter of your life. What do you want and need from this next chapter of your life? So mm-hmm. we can spell that out. It doesn't matter what you're looking to do next. We don't associate career criteria with a job title or with paid work. Mm-hmm. We break it down into your needs, your yeah. motivators, the people that you want to be spending your time with, the skills you want to be using, and future you the goals that you have, Mm -hmm. taking those different five categories and asking yourself some important questions. So we can start with something like needs Mm -hmm. and because that's where most people go first, right, is needs. So it's a big change to go from being in the paid workforce to being in the unpaid workforce. And it's right there in the name, Mm -hmm. the money piece of it. So if you are considering making that change, what does that mean for for you and for your family financially? Yeah, there could be cost savings if you're here in the U.S. and 
childcare is very, very expensive. Yeah, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm from Canada. We have uh, in, in Quebec, we have free childcare um, and maternity leave of a year, you know, and there are places depending on where you are in the world. And we could talk about this for hours, mm-hmm. but I think the U.S. has some... Um, some work to do in this area for sure severe deficiencies in this area (laughs) but yeah depending on where you are for sure i i I love that becca always breaks it down also to the question to ask yourself and your partner like in terms of numbers Mm -hmm. where are we at where can we cut are we gonna be able to make this work yeah this is of course your your needs you have to sit down with your partner and you have to decide if this makes sense for you as a family Mm -hmm. And I like to get to specific numbers, like you said, yeah. Marie. So often we can say like, well, like maybe maybe this will work or, and I understand that instinct. I'm not a big numbers person. Uh, it's not my cup of tea. When I was going through accounting classes in college, I would just Ugh. be like sweating and cr- yeah. literally crying at times. Like this is not fun for me. When I did matrimonial law, I felt the same. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's not that fun. But yeah. if you can sit with your partner Mm -hmm. go through the numbers even if it makes you sweat a little bit take some wine while you're talking about this (laughs) it can it's gonna make this decision feel so much better for you when you have some concrete numbers yep so that's one of the first things we talk with with anna about her career criteria her career in life criteria Mm. let's figure out the numbers and you better do it now because it avoids if you don't plan ahead with the numbers then you take this decision and in a year from now or two then if it doesn't make sense it Mm -hmm. becomes a problem so yeah so we don't want that no but there's other parts of this criteria that are also really important because you heard me talk through those five different categories one was the needs Mm -hmm. but there's also the people that you want to be spending time with the skills that you want to be using, the things that motivate you, the things that like get you out of bed yeah. in the morning, excited. And we also need to come up with criteria around those because as you look to this next chapter, if you're staying at home, that environment is going to be very different mm. than the one that you've had in your paid work experience. And I know Marie can talk to this. Oh my God, yeah. So I I was a lawyer before I decided to stay home with my kids. Um, it was a very fast-paced environment, very team-oriented as well. Um, and I mean, I was talking about it with Becca before we started recording. The thing that I wish I did before I took this big decision, because of course you want to spend time with your kids. Mm-hmm. That's, we all love that's our kids. Main point. Yeah. You want, that's what you want. You want to spend time with your kids. But... There are so many other aspects of yourself. And what I would do is approach it like networking for another position. So smart. So approach moms that you know that took this big leap and ask them, how is your day like? You know, how are your weeks? Tell me more. Just don't ask, um, like, do you like it? Do you love it? Mm -hmm. Of course, you're with your kids. You love your kids. You love to spend time with your kids. But what you want to know is approaching this in terms of what are the daily tasks? Mm -hmm. What are the hard parts? Um, What's your community like? What people do you spend time with? Do you attend some baby classes, toddler classes? Mm -hmm. How do you make friends? This is a big decision and you need to have some sort of a plan of who you're going to spend your time with and raise your kids with. Exactly. Yeah. And I love the way that Marie is framing this as networking 
researching for a job because that's exactly what this is. It's a job. It's a job. Being a stay-at-home parent is a job. It's an unpaid job, but it's a job. And that's how you're going to be spending your days. Mm-hmm. That's who that those are the people that you're going to be spending your time with. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that you need to keep you motivated and yeah. excited and energized. We need to be finding that in this new job. So ask the questions that Marie had laid out there yeah. and look at your the more specific the questions that you can make here as you are evaluating this new job. Hmm. the better. So for example, if you look at your criteria and say, something that really keeps me motivated is having people like people that I am surrounded with, that I can have conversations with all the time, having adult conversation and intellectual, (laughs) intellectual conversations and curiosity is really important to me. Okay, we have that on your list of criteria. What questions can we ask other stay-at-home parents yeah. to see how they scratch that itch for themselves? A question you might ask is something I'm thinking about as I'm making this switch from being in the paid workforce to being a full-time stay-at-home parent is how can I continue to scratch that intellectual itch? How have you done it as yeah. a parent? Yeah. What what outlets have you found? So we're asking for examples. Oh, I've, I've felt that itch so, so much. Um, and I wish that I sort of planned it out and that I knew that I would feel this way because I didn't evaluate like all the aspects that I would need, but it took me a while to find these mom groups Mm -hmm. and to make friends and to have these conversations and to go to the playground with another mom and her kids. Um, cause before that I spent months going to the playground by myself, just Uh trying to to meet people so these are things that you can definitely do and I would also add that you have to think about your current network like who's is your family close by Mm -hmm. do you have I don't know like siblings that are raising kids do your kids have cousins nearby do you have good good friends that are close by how are you going to make it work like you need to to think about that because you will need some time for yourself as well so if Mm -hmm. i don't know if grandma is willing to take your babies a few hours a week then Mm -hmm. you can take some time for your me time (laughs) whether it whatever you you like to do if you want to go for a run because you will want to be by yourself Mm -hmm. from time to time so you need to plan that out you also need to have big big discussions with your partner as well because he or she will be your support system and you need to have those conversations and after you talk with those moms who decided to stay home and you sort of know how your daily um daily tasks are going to be you have to to get that discussion on the table and Mm -hmm. so that your partner knows what it's going to be like yep yep because he might come he or she might come back home to a very tired (laughs) yeah um, a very tired mama who needs support so mm-hmm. it's a different kind of energy yeah. that you're using when you're with kids mm-hmm. all the time. Very high energy. <laughs> yes. And I found for myself that when I was going back to work when my kids were little, I was never, I never had a time where I was a, mm-hmm. a full-time stay-at-home parent. I was home for maternity leave and I found myself, I, I needed to go back to the office. Mm. Uh, I needed to go for a walk at lunch and not 
be looking for an extra set of hands to take care of the kids. I needed Mm. that alone time so badly for myself. So when I looked at my own career criteria, something on there has to be I need alone time to recharge. Mm. And that's not saying that you can't be a stay-at-home parent, but it is saying, okay, if that's a criteria for me, what support systems do I have in place in order to make sure I meet that criteria? I love approaching it that way. Yeah. We're, we're going criteria-based here and mm-hmm. treating this as a, as the job that it is, mm-hmm. asking the questions that you need to ask. And something else that Anna brought up in the email was that she was worried about opportunities not being there mm-hmm. when she got back, right? Yeah. I think that's a real concern that we should talk through. Yeah. Because the fact of the matter is, if you are taking some time out of the paid workforce, leaving your job for a period of time, the exact same opportunities may not be there mm-hmm. when you get back. Maybe they will. I'm not saying this is not a possibility. But in many cases, they'll have hired new people or the business will have changed or you're interests might have changed You're too. In, yeah, thanks uh, for mentioning that. Yeah. You will change. You, I mean, mm-hmm. you don't know what you will want in a year or two. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yes, those opportunities might not be there, but you might not even want them anyway. Mm-hmm. So let's recognize both of those things. But if you're concerned about what it's going to be like for you to step out of the paid workforce, there are things that you can do during that time out of the paid workforce to stay connected to your network. Mm. So you've built these connections in your industry, in your company. There's no one saying that you can't keep those connections. You can still plan to have coffee chats with people. Maybe it's every six months. Maybe it's not every month or so. You might really look forward to these coffee chats too. Yeah. And so you can catch up with people. Mm find out what they're working on, what's getting them excited, what are some of the challenges in the business. Mm. You can talk with other people who are in other industries that are just of interest to you. You are kind of a free agent at this point. You're not tied to one particular company. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to feel like it's sneaky or anything like that to go talk with other people in different companies and just find out what they're up to. You can approach networking as kind of a slow burn Mm -hmm. for when you're ready to get back in You've talked with people, you've kept up with the industry, you've learned about a new industry, and people are going to feel like you've never really left because you've stayed on their radar. So I think that's one way for you to make sure that you're kind of future-proofing your career for yourself. You're giving yourself options to return back into the paid workforce when that time comes for you. I like that. It's sort of a safety net and it keeps you in the loop. Yeah. Let's just build, let's build that safety net. That's what I like to call networking. Maybe we've talked about this on mm. an episode. I refer to networking as hammocking um, instead of a network because you're building a net of support. So that's what a hammock is, right? Is yeah. a net of support. <laughs> so if you can be continuing to support other people when you are in your unpaid capacity as a parent mm-hmm. and asking other people for support, asking questions, you're strengthening that net, you're strengthening that hammock. And you're continuing to lift up yourself so that when a time comes, you're ready to go. Yeah. There are other options that you can explore too. Mm. Um, You know, we've talked about it at the beginning of the episode, but depending on where you are in the world, some places have 
you know, a year um, partly paid of maternity leave. Mm -hmm. uh, where I come from, they even offer, like they have a year partly paid and they have another year. So which is a total of two years, but the other year is unpaid. Mm -hmm. But you still like have your job. When you come back after two years, you have the same position if it's still available. Um, but that being said, you can also explore possibilities to be part-time. Yep. You know, this also is a big decision. And some people consider that this sort of doesn't give you, like it, you keep one foot in both places. And it can be hard to balance that, but it's also a possibility. I think that's, that's really smart to bring that up because it could be part-time work. It could be contract work. Mm. I think contract is always a really interesting oh, yeah. way to approach this is that you're not a, a full-time or even part-time employee of the company, but you've been given some certain oh. projects to work on. Okay. I've seen numerous people do that over my career, people who worked with the companies I worked with, and just taking on some project position, project types of roles wow. to keep that foot in the door. But it was, it was maybe five hours a week oh, love or it. 10 hours a week. These are the jobs that are not going to be posted online. Huh. Almost ever. <laughs> These are going to be positions that you find through networking, through You can referrals. also craft it for yourself you at your current yourself. company. Mm -hmm. They want to keep you. They like you, obviously. So if you're looking at your financial needs and saying, all right, being fully out of the paid workforce doesn't is a little bit, it's going to be a little sticky for us to do. Maybe I do need a little bit of income coming in. Or I'm thinking about my future income needs mm. and I want to make sure I stay on a similar trajectory perhaps keeping your foot in in some way mm -hmm. while primarily being a stay-at-home parent and then taking on some of this project work, that could make sense for you. Hmm. So there, there are so many different considerations here. Just to recap, I think yeah. what, we've, what yeah. we've talked through. <laughs> so we talked about identifying your criteria, and that's the financial, but it's also the people that you're spending time with, the skills that you want to be using. We talked about approaching this decision like Marie said, as networking, researching for a job, because this is a job. Yeah. You're determining if it's the right fit for you. And then lastly, we were just talking about the different options you can consider. There's some gray area here. Mm. It doesn't have to be full-time stay-at-home parent, full-time employee. There could be some interesting part-time contract, project-based work that could be a good interesting in-between. Thanks for tuning in to When Mommy Grows Up. If you want to learn more about how career coaching can help you along your journey of growing up as a mom and professional, and if you want to find your just right job match, head over to nextchaptercareers.us. That's where you'll find the just right job match quiz. You can contact us at podcast at nextchaptercareers.us. If you have questions, comments, or want to share your story for some coaching on the show. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a review and make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We'll be here every week with coaching stories and two mom friends in your corner.